Welcome to The Terrible Take, a daily segment telling Steeler Nation what's on our minds. I'm Melanie Friedlander. When the Pittsburgh Steelers complete their roster cuts to a 53-man team by the league deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday, August 29th, we still probably won't have the final answer. It's almost certain that additional changes will occur between then and week one of the regular season. We will, however, have learned just a little bit more about Steelers general manager Omar Khan and his approach to this part of the process. After more than two decades with former GM Kevin Colbert at the helm, 2023 was the first year that Khan has been in charge of the entire offseason. Taking over after the draft last year, we did see some differences in Khan's approach. Unlike Colbert, who often let contract negotiations linger until late in the preseason, Khan has been more proactive about signing players to contract extensions prior to the start of training camp, avoiding holdouts or the more recently common hold-ins. When it comes to final cutdowns, we don't know yet which chances Khan will take. It's common for more promising players who don't make the final cut to land on the practice squad, and here's where it gets interesting. Because practice squad players have the opportunity to sign a deal with another team for more money and a better chance to play or even start. So will Omar Khan take the same chances in his second year of cutdowns that he took last year? Take the example of offensive linemen. In 2021, under Colbert, both B.J. Finney and John LeGlue were cut as part of the roster getting trimmed to 53 players. B.J. Finney was brought back almost immediately after a few teammates were moved to IR with a chance to return, the boomerang technique that our own Matthew Marcy discussed on the site last night. LeGlue remained available on the Steelers' practice squad most of the year, getting promoted to the roster in Week 13 and starting the final six games of the season. That wasn't the case with Joe Haig last year an offensive lineman with versatility to play every position but center. One of the more surprising cuts in late August a year ago, Haig then signed with the Browns. Fortunately, all five starters on the offensive line remained healthy enough to play every game, so Haig's loss wasn't an issue and Khan's gamble cost nothing. But the team almost certainly won't be that lucky again, and depth matters. When it comes to a player like Dylan Cook, a versatile lineman who showed promise playing left and right tackle and left guard in the preseason, what will Khan do? Maybe he wants to keep guard Kevin Dotson on the roster long enough for that shoulder to heal and improve his trade value. But if Khan cuts Cook, who has less than four years of NFL experience and is therefore not vested, Cook has to pass through waivers, a 24-hour period when another team can claim his contract. They must, however, add him to their own 53-man roster, not their practice squad. That's how the Steelers lost linebacker Quincy Roche two years ago when the Giants claimed him off waivers after the final cut. If Cook does pass through waivers, he is a free agent and can sign a contract for any team's active roster or practice squad. And even if the Steelers can add Cook to their own practice squad, some other team may sign him to their roster before the Steelers do at any point during the season. There's a lot of variables to consider. Head coach Mike Tomlin has always said he won't live in his fears. Omar Khan doesn't seem to either. But the final cutdowns can be as much of a chess match as a math problem, and it will be interesting to see which are the risks he feels most comfortable taking. That's my take. You can follow me on Twitter at Girl Surgeon. Check out The Terrible Take every day at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Follow us on SteelersDepot.com. And check out The Terrible Podcast with Dave Bryan and Alex Kazora every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.